doodle do. Hello, baby. What a fucking day this is. How's everybody out there? Sean and Dee's Good Tape. Sean and Dee's Good Tape. Sean and Dee and that other man. Oh, that was Don't Call Me Coco, River. <laughs> <laughs> To be sitting there, you know, just out of the shower in your underwear, shaving your dick, and just dancing. Your- <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> that threw me off. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. What the fuck, Sean? Do better. Uh, as you all know, disappointment starts with D, and that's so good. Welcome to this edition of Sean and D's Good Tape. Sean Newell, Dennis Brzezinski. How you doing, D? Hello, Bongo. I fucking love that. That should be our new one. For yeah, me. we're just yeah. going to use it yeah, forever. Yeah. A, a special Perfect. intro for our 50th episode. And Richie's with us, too. How you doing, Richie? Gentlemen, it's great to be here. Uh, it's probably only my like 30th episode, but but I'll, I'll ride along. Yeah, there you go. It's actually really, I, if you look at all the episodes that we've done, it's actually like 53 or 54, but we did bonus episodes, so they didn't count. Well, I mean, that's not counting the the five unheard episodes that the listeners never get to listen to. Exactly. Yes, exactly. So no, a little fun there. Pulled some stuff from the archives. That That's so fucking great, Sean. I love that. Yeah, I had fun putting that together today, and I was I was doing some messaging with Richie about what thing do you want for you to have in there and all of that kind of stuff. But I didn't do that with you because I knew what I was going to do with you, D. So it was. Fun. Oh yeah, you know, and I don't really give a shit anyhow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. That should be our new open. Keep that, you know, hold on to that. Yeah, absolutely. So, so we have not done a show for like what three weeks, something like that. It's been a bit. Yeah. Yeah, been a minute. Yeah, so what I've decided is, is we have a great playlist, by the way, but we can't go this long without doing a show where we actually have a playlist for it because it's too long to stick with one playlist. I've heard it too many times at this point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, you know, whether we'll have to figure out something, whether we, you know, do a, a week or two weeks or something like that. But yeah, it is a long time to listen to the same fucking ten songs I, over yeah. and over again. But, but I, I think I think you have to be in like that seven to ten day range because like if if you have less than like five days to to listen to a playlist, it can be it's rough. almost done. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
yeah but then yeah if you, once you go past two weeks it's like i'm sick of hearing this <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean these are great fucking songs and and uh you know and a couple of them you know we've heard a, a million times before this playlist even or or the ver a version of, yeah, i mean these are cover songs this week so yep. there's versions of the songs that we've heard many many times whether they're the actual ones were on this playlist or not but but, but yeah. i kind of i kind of cheated and picked uh two cover songs that are incredibly popular so i'm, I'm like that <laughs> yeah. like those, those are the the versions you've heard well, I, yeah, but but we need that. We need simpleton. Uh, we need a simpleton uh, point of view. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, know, well, like, you meant dumb it down so D can understand. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Getting chippy on the fiftieth episode. Um, dumb it down starts with D. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. Um, I, I, I was about to say something. That I, yeah, yeah, okay. Do you don't need me to bleep you out again already? We just barely started. No, 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 no. <laughs> it, it, it is not even nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> i will say though that song that came on at the very very end let's get the party started that is off the new tom morello album that you had talked about highway to hell from earlier d that album it, there's at least four or five songs on there that are absolutely tremendous and the rest of it's pretty good too it it, it is a great fucking album i'm i'm i was really impressed like uh e even you know some of the genres that i i'm not really interested in mm -hmm. you know on that album the songs are just so well done mm -hmm. yeah yeah and we'll talk about another album coming up too that that i spent a lot of time with this week that's uh that's it's really impressive also so we're gonna talk about it later in the know. show or talk about it yeah okay later in the show because uh one of richie's songs uh uh is, is the album is great yeah I, I don't know if you guys have listened to but tom morello does a little uh weekly show on lithium now Oh yes, I have heard it. Yeah, I have heard that. It, it is pretty good. It, it's worth a listen every week. It, mm -hmm. So, uh, like the first one of these I heard was the guy from Train would do a a show of like ten new songs on on uh, one of their pop stations, and it was always hit or miss. But Morello really does an awesome job uh, when when he does kind of the the underground version of like his. It's I think Tom Morello's Re Music Revolution or something like that. It's it's a good episode to, to listen to each week he's just an interesting cat man like he's he's yeah. got uh, you know some of his uh uh views are a little out there but what? they're hard they're hard they're a little hard to argue with when you listen to him uh talk about the things but but it's it's he's just uh, not only is he an incredible musician he's just like incredibly fucking smart i think rage against the machine started at like like harvard or stanford or some shit like that too like like yeah. they were all like super fucking you know smart dude hmm. i didn't know that that's pretty interesting yeah. Yeah. yeah also new album new song out that i'm sure you both heard that is tremendous is the new adele song so i think we're going to have to at some point here do a playlist of 2021 songs because there's a lot of new stuff out that i'd like to have us touch on oh yeah and and i think that's that's how we ended the the first season was with that I, and i know we you talked about we don't since we're not doing it weekly we don't need to take a break this year like we did last year but but yeah it could still yeah, be our, absolutely. it could still be our year ender whenever that is like before because i'm sure we'll take a break over christmas and new year's you know for sure you know but we'll see unless we all get together and then we won't but to be fair though we already did use some songs from this year uh, uh all my favorite songs are slow and sad and and that smith and meyer song come to mind like it last year we were still just digging into old stuff um so so this year i think we've done a little bit better of kind of mixing a wider range of music but yeah, yeah I'm, but, I'm totally but, down but this with. this would also this would also give us an opportunity to pick some songs that the other ones don't necessarily yep. like 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 i'm going to probably pick uh you know 
songs that you two ne didn't necessarily you know hear richie obviously he's got to listen to the radio and pick three songs just randomly like he does and and sean well no i, I think i'm actually <laughs> going to throw it out to the listeners and uh and uh like they can they can hit you up on instagram we can maybe do a quick poll of whether or not we should force you to listen to fancy like oh no there we not, go with that still again not, still not doing that. i on a podcast i was listening to this week they somebody was talking about this applebee's song that I think that's it might be the one that you were talking about Richie it that's is. like like a legit song that is yes. not it's not a jingle for Applebee's but they talk about going to Applebee's in the song like, <laughs> like what the fuck Dennis is this is the song we've been talking about for six weeks I, well, probably longer than that I, I mean I know it's in a commercial is that I mean did Applebee it end up yes being, they canceled the Applebee's commercial though. picked it up is there is there a commercial flooded the airwaves with it for like three weeks in the first week of college football season everyone went ape shit and said no you've got to get this off our tv <laughs> and like it just died the, the commercial see, went away completely see and richie richie me and you have talked about this before that's one of the you know the afn commercials are you know repetitive and tedious yes but not only did i not have joe buck for the the cubs winning the world series which happened to be five years ago this week uh but i also Didn't don't happen. have to listen I, I also don't have to have the horrible, you know, well, I guess that horrible commercial compared to some of this stuff. Although, although they've gotten better with their production values and, and there's some new ones on there now too. So yeah. Richie, Richie, so you're, gotta... you're saying I should take a deployment just to see the fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Go for it. Richie. Richie I got to yeah. ask a question. If you were in Korea, either one of them, North, South, whatever, and the Cubs won the world series, did it really happen? It didn't happen, period. Okay. I mean, All like, right. do they even do the Cubs even have a player from their World <laughs> Series team? I mean, the Cardinals have some from their last two. Yeah, Wilson Contreras is still on the team. Jason oh. Hayward is still on is the he? team. Is he? I mean, like, it's been 20 minutes. They, his, they contract, his contract is definitely still on the phone. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking, oh, that, that's funny that you brought this up. This is just a funny side story, uh, sidebar before we even start needing sidebars, I guess. Uh, but uh, so when I was in Korea over the summer, uh, I, on my expense report, uh, you know, we stayed in Pyeongtaek and, uh, uh, so apparently the entire three months I was there, I was claiming Pyongyang, North Korea, you know, the capital of North Korea. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there were some, there were some fun back and forth emails about that with my bosses. Yeah. Well, but which one had the better per diem? Oh, oh like, North Korea, obviously. Yeah. See, really? Because like, there's nothing to buy. Like, it should have been dirt cheap. I had to give back like three hundred dollars. So yeah, it was. Huh. I, I shocks I'm, me. Yeah, yeah. But it, that I thought that was pretty funny because you know, like the emails were like, "How do you know I didn't sneak?" Like, I, I'm not allowed to talk about why I was in North Korea for three months. You know, so I. <laughs> you know, so if <laughs> the best part, it's all fun and games right now, and then like in three years, Dennis is going to have to redo his clearance, and it's just I know. I, that's that was another comment that was in it. It was just like, oh shit. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> It yeah. says here you spent uh, three months in uh, North Korea and you didn't claim that. Let's talk well, about this a little more. Me and Dennis Rodman went over there yeah. to make sure <laughs> yeah. to, to for diplomacy purposes. Yeah. To, to bring gonna, back now, Seth Rogen. Now you're going <laughs> to bring back Seth Rogen. <laughs> and pull, not James Franco. See, <laughs> that guy. see now you're going to pull me and Richie into it too. And now we're going to have to go before some people asking us questions about you. Hey, hey that won't end right, well. 50th. 50th episode this is this is the sort of thing that we need to make to gin up excitement for our, our stuff 
So, um, so did you see the stats that I sent you the earlier this week? I'm not sure how to take those stats. It was kind of cool, but um, but basically, music podcast wise, we were in the music month commentary of, month of October. We were number <laughs> on Apple Podcasts. Let me keep getting more specific here. We were number 232 and growing. <laughs> <laughs> we're 232. Woo! <laughs> I, but honestly, our dozens and dozens of listeners, you know, that's, I, I'll take 232 out of probably three and a half million <laughs> fucking dumbass music co- commentary podcasts like ours <laughs> so one of our do- one of our dozens and dozens by the way apparently uh sent us a congratulatory uh message this week let me play that here really quick greetings dozens of listeners this is jen from france congratulating sean d and that other ass <laughs> on the 50th episode of sean and d's good tape although the other ass hasn't actually done 50 episodes but let's not get into that right now Hopefully this week there'll be no need for any what the fuck, Sean, do better. And while I'm here, shout out to Meg with an H and Homer. Thanks for your support. It really meant a lot. She gave a shout out to Homer and ripped on me and you, Reggie. What the hell's up? <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's, it's sad that her, uh, you know, immortal soul is going to hell, but whatever. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So, so it, all right, why is her immortal soul going to hell? <laughs> she chose Homer. Like, that's that's pretty bad. Oh. Well, and she didn't actually mention Richie by name. She just called him the other ass. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see? I love how on her Instagram post, uh, you can follow her at Jen from France on Instagram. Uh, well, uh, but uh, it's Sean and D and the other ass trademark. <laughs> She's just doing Homer's work. By the way, by the way, Homer, where are you? We haven't heard from you forever. I would, uh, I'm okay with that. I'm okay morning. with. I'm okay with that too because the last time Tampa Bay won, they kicked the shit out of the Bears. So I was happy to not have to hear anything about that. All I know but, is my. I my, mean, D, there's there's children that are uh, 12 days old that don't remember Tampa Bay winning a game. So like, it's it's a long time ago that <laughs> Tampa Bay actually won a football game. Hey, Ooh. hey, all, all I know is is that uh, I remember the taunts earlier this year that our three teams wouldn't win as many games combined as Tampa Bay would, and my team's actually got a better record than Tampa Bay right now. So uh, how about them Cowboys, Homer? That is a fact, Sean. That is a fact. Yes. <laughs> I just set myself up for a really long Sunday is what I'm doing when they lose the Denver tomorrow. But anyway, so should we get into this playlist? We might as well. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, D. You're up first. All right. So as we said, and we talked about last week, this is going to be a covers episode. And uh, uh, I thought it was appropriate to start with Pearl Jam covering Van Halen. Albeit it's not Sammy Van Halen, David Lee Roth Van Halen in a, 2015 in Hartford, Connecticut, they did a cover of Ain't Talking About Love by Van Halen. And it's such a fun fucking cover, regardless of what some people might think. It's it's a it's a great cover song. What I would say about this song is Mike McCready is on point, especially towards the end with a solo that's kind of actually underneath Eddie singing the song. It's amazing. He starts doing the finger tapping like Eddie Van Halen did, and it sounds tremendous. And Eddie Van Halen is channeling the best David Lee Roth that Eddie Van Halen could possibly do. Too, Eddie Vedder. With the little you mean, squeaks. And the, you mean yeah. Eddie Vedder? What did I say? Eddie oh, Van Halen. Oh, Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. He, yeah, it, it, that's, that's a little bit out of his range. 
Um, honestly, he's he's struggling. You could tell a he was bit. having fun with yeah, it. Yeah, he was having so much fun with it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and it's a good song. That that's one of the Roth Van Halen songs that I really really like and always have have really liked. It was actually one of the very few that Sammy would actually sing in concert once he joined the band. There was only like a handful that he would sing on a regular basis and that he was comfortable singing. And uh, yeah, I was I always liked that song. It, it was a, it was a pretty good cover of it too. I've actually heard um, heard Pearl Jam do a cover of Running with the Devil and Hot for Teacher before too oh, yeah. which was like a long time ago like early 2000s that they did those and they did and mike mccurdy will break into eruption all, all the time too it's yeah like he's obviously very heavily influenced by uh eddie van halen which is appropriate also because that was one of our uh one of the coolest episodes we had done uh uh was that eddie van halen tribute one that the way that mm-hmm. fell together that that, that that was one of my favorite episodes that we did. Honestly, Mike McCready, when you see him in concert, he doesn't get the props like the yeah. some of the big guitar players do, but he is a really, really fantastic guitar player. I mean, he's one of the best that I've seen in concert. He's incredible. And, and I wonder why that is. Like what like what why why isn't he on that short list that you'd kind of expect him to be on? I think well, it's I because think... Eddie Vedder overshadows him. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but Eddie, when you think Pearl Jam, you immediately think Eddie yeah. Vedder. You don't think the rest of the members as much. You you do if you're a huge fan like D, but for your average person, you think Eddie Vedder and you just don't give recognition to the rest of them that much. He, he is he is incredibly underrated. You, you know, like going back to uh, 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 Say Hello to Heaven, you know, like just like his guitar solos. Like I've literally cried listening to mm-hmm. his guitar solos like sirens we did on, on an episode one time uh uh god yeah he's just so fucking good so good and he nails nails this one too you know? mm-hmm. uh the cool thing about it did you guys watch the video did i send you guys the link you the did video? yep mm-hmm. okay uh uh the what i liked about that got lo- that's not on this recording obviously because the live recording start at the beginning of the song anyhow was they were in connecticut and were dedi- they dedicated this song to uh, the UConn women's basketball team at the time that were like undefeated, like hadn't lost in like 90 games or something like that. So, so I thought that was pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And keeping the tie in with uh, Pearl Jam, uh, you know, since they did a cover song, the next song that we've got on the list is actually somebody covering a Pearl Jam song. And honestly, this this cover version, Willie Nelson and his son Lucas covering Just Breathe is fantastic. The video makes it even more fantastic than just hearing the song. But but boy, this is this was one of my two or three favorite songs on this playlist easily. And it's almost reminiscent of like a couple of those Johnny Cash covers that are just like this one's not better than the original by any stretch but like it's it's in that of it's so good it's you don't mind listening to it over the original it was a uh, uh the this thoughtful track was triggered by a song from eddie's blah 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 when better heard about nelson taking on one of his songs he expressed his excitement by comparing the experience to smoking a great joint with all the without all the coughing and of or the smoke <laughs> he added that he was very honored and even re- referred to nelson's cover as the best contributor contribution to music so far actually if willie nelson's covering your your song aren't you basically smoking a joint at that point like 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 just contact high i I would everybody always everybody always has to use some sort of marijuana reference when talking about willie nelson it's like impossible for people not to do you know what's funny i think i actually heard that he doesn't smoke anymore uh like he's like just for his own health like maybe i i'm guessing he probably still does edibles but mm-hmm. I, I don't know but but that would be weird but uh i remember when this song came out on that that heroes album which i think is a covers album and i, I 
yeah, I, I think you're on CD, of course. Uh, but uh, uh, I remember they played it. I think Letterman was still on, or maybe it was on Fallon or something like that. But uh, uh, they played it, and then Willie and uh, Lucas uh, sat on the couch and talked about how, and Willie talked about how, because this song came out shortly after Backspacer came out too. Mm. Like it, it, it was, it was within a year. Mm. And uh, and I remember Lucas said, or Willie said that his son brought it to him, and he sat down and listened to it. He was like, "This is amazing. We just got to fucking do it." And then Sean, you referenced the video to this song, which is right up there with the Johnny Cash. Well, not not quite as impactful as the Hurt video from Johnny Cash, but but pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it, it, yeah, you're right. It's not as good, but it's right there. I mean, it's, it's certainly, you know, on its, on its uh, tail a little bit with the way that it, uh, with the way that it plays out. Um, the one thing with the first time I listened to this, cause you know, I basically just went to Google and I said, top cover songs, you know, I was just looking for, for just something different, you know, for this, uh, for this playlist than what maybe we've done before. And I came across this one and the first time I listened to it, I didn't realize that, that Lucas was Willie Nelson's yeah. son. And I yeah. thought, why the hell is this dude trying to sing just like Willie? Well, it's now it makes sense. They sound the same, you know, you know, I mean, you could almost listen to this and not really be sure if Willie's just changing his voice a little bit, you know, and it's not a duet in parts of it, you know, the way that, the way that it goes. But, it, but at first I was like, why is this guy like imitating Willie instead of just singing the way he does? And then I realized, okay, yeah, that's just how he sounds. Cause it's his son. So it makes sense. If you, if you listen to the song without knowing that it's both of them, like if you just kind of have it on in the background, you wouldn't even realize it's right. two people. You would think it was right. just the same person. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Have, have either of you guys spent any, I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming no, but uh, uh, Lucas Nelson has a band called Promise of the Real. No. Uh, it's, no. it's pretty good. It's similar like Sturgill Simpson uh, that, uh, you know, kind of along less country, more Americana like Isabel and Brandy Carlisle and everything. Okay. But, uh, but it's it's pretty good. It's it's good stuff. Yeah. And it's been around quite a while, right? Like fifteen yeah. years or something. Yeah, and maybe yeah, maybe not quite that long, but but yeah, yeah, he's he's got some stuff out there. Reggie, the next song is yours. This one's mine. So uh this one it, it actually, Sean, you're responsible for this one because you sent out a Wesley Schultz song, I don't know, six months ago, maybe. I, I did? think the last time we did a cover, yeah. Oh. I think it was you. It was one of you two. Said, I, was it Rockin' in the Free World, maybe, that he did? I don't know. I don't remember that. So I, I'm pretty sure it was Rockin' in the Free World that you that one of you two, I thought it was you, Sean, sent mm-hmm. out and said, hey, check this out. And after I listened to it, the I just, you know, Amazon went and played this song next. And it's, it's a uh, cover of Sheryl Crow's um, If It Makes You Happy. It, I really just kind of liked the vibe of the song. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, the, the Sheryl Crow version is a kind of fairly popish song. And I thought this one really, I never realized how sad that song was mm-hmm. until you hear him sing it. And it's like, Oh, like now I'm listening to the words in a new light. And it's just really, really kind of gut wrenching. Um, this, this was always, this was always one of my favorite Sheryl Crow songs. And I, and I actually yep. think I owned the cassette single uh, for this song back when that was the thing <laughs> you know, like uh but yeah no this is this is the lead singer of the lumineers and which, i did not know that at all yeah i uh i remember uh one of the little uh record email things i get had this album uh uh, uh vignettes which is wesley Soul's album that came out this year and uh it's all covers and it's it's this was the one i wanted to talk about like it's fucking great there's some amazing songs on here. And th- like you said, Richie, the way he treats this song is 
perfect for this because because in, in the Cheryl Crow actually wrote it to be kind of a, a, a sappy country. country song and uh and she didn't want to get pigeonholed with that so that's why she went the poppy route with it but uh but yeah Amanda and I were running to uh Elliot's basketball game earlier today and she hadn't heard the playlist yet so I was playing it when we were on our way there and uh she actually said that she thought that this version was way far superior to the Cheryl Crow version which I don't disagree I, I kind of agree. I, yeah, I'm I'm kind of right there with you. Yeah, I I actually ordered this album on vinyl this week too. After uh, <laughs> falling in love with the album, Sean. Uh, track five on this re- record is a cover of Mrs. Potter's Lullaby. Oh, interesting. Oh, oh that'll be really? interesting to hear. Uh, hmm. He also they also do a, a Downtown Train, My City of Ruins, uh, and and uh, Keep Me in Your Heart, which is the the Warren Zevon song he wrote. Yeah on his last record you mm. know, that the tearjerker one that he did on the his last episode of letterman and uh eddie better covered uh when letterman got the mark twain prize like it's yeah and it's got wrenching too mm. <laughs> you know, like all my favorite songs are slow and sad and it's yeah. this this fucking album is perfect well because well, the, the album he took he did covers but he also did them in a very like all of them are in a very different tenor than the original right like he well, he, kind it, of took well, all he made them directions he he made them all kind of ballady, you know, like yeah. uh, uh, like the uh, bell bottom blues, which is uh, kind of an Eric Clapton ballad, anyhow. Uh, but he does it; he took it like on an acoustic, you know, way, uh, and 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 he, you know, slowed the tempo a little bit. But yeah, it's just fucking amazing. <laughs> it's so good. I say that all for almost every song we talk about. But yeah, it's it's really fucking good. So, so D. Speaking of the Lumineers, have you ever seen the uh, the version of Hey Ho where they interject Harry Carey like screaming? <laughs> no, no. Uh, I'll, I'll see if I can find it and send it to you. It's great. It, it, no. you'll, you'll get a kick out of it. Well, I got to look it up now. I can't. We can't wait on that. Talk amongst yourselves. If the moon was made out of barbecue ribs, would you eat it? <laughs> I, I think they only throw in the holy cow, like, but they the throw ho- it in oh. throughout the song. Like, and it, it, remember, it, it actually might be the Will Ferrell Harry Carey. It might not actually be Harry <laughs> Carey. Here, you know, here. let's see. Find the hotel, oh, vacation rental, cabin, castle, or chalet. <laughs> let's hear that Does ad that, really quick. Do we get money for that ad? I think so. Here, let's listen <laughs> to this for a second. <laughs> that is the Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's the Will Ferrell. <laughs> it's totally Will Ferrell. It pops up every single time. Does it do any more than just the hey? Does he do the ho too? I, I don't think so. I don't okay. think so. <laughs> that's definitely funny. listen to it off air. That, so that's pretty funny. It. That's awesome. Good find, Richie. <laughs> uh, holy shit. uh the the lumineers i remember when they first came out when remember what that style of music was really popular for a while like uh it was them and uh uh, monsters and men uh uh but but just that uh avid brothers and mumford and son Mm -hmm. sort of yeah mumford was the one i was thinking of uh but i remember the first time i saw that song performed it was like either austin city limits or uh, uh, snl and i was just like wow that's a great fucking song but then I don't, I don't know that. I think I, you know, downloaded the album and maybe listened to it twice, and yeah, I haven't gone back to it. You haven't bought it on vinyl. That's that's really correct, correct. And that's saying something. 
They just didn't have the stickers I was looking for. Apparently, it makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> he leaned into the joke before we did. Good job, Dean. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, that's that's what I do. <laughs> After fifty episodes, he's learning. Uh, he's become a, a podcast professional at this point. Look at the grill. <laughs> well, let's not go. Let's not go though, so far. I've got my cans on. I'm actually talking into the microphone. <laughs> so, hey, you've come a long way in like a month. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I think you got oh, next shit. song, D. I do. It's a. Uh, uh, I can't believe we hadn't gotten this on a, a fucking playlist before. I was this, surprised uh, too, actually, because you and I used to listen to this song a lot. A lot. I think mm. Richie was involved with that too. This whole album. Uh, it's it's. I will survive by Cake. Uh, oh yeah. It, fuck Fashion Nugget. I mean, but but yeah, this song. Like I listening to it took me back. You know, like even like knowing the that the part at the end, like just all of that shit, and it's just so fucking well done. That just mixes that just mixes so well with the horns that they've also got playing at that point too in the background. It's yeah, that that part's just tremendous towards the end of it. It's it it, it, as I've listened to this song a million fucking times, this was not one of the songs that I got sick of you know, listening to the playlist this week. Like it, it just never ceases to amaze me how fucking cool this song is. And, and it's the same with both versions. It doesn't matter which version comes on. Like you're not turning it off. It's like, it's just, it's a ubiquitous song, but it's still always fun to hear. Always a good listen. It's so powerful too. Like yeah. it's so uplifting. Yeah. I should have changed my fucking lock. I should have never gave you, leave your key. Oh my God. Ah, so good. So fucking good. Yeah. Uh, ha- have you either one of you guys seen these this band live? I have not. I have mm-hmm. not. Yeah. I saw them at one of the Q, uh, not Q and one, what the Point Fests. Okay. Uh, and uh, they do another, I, and I think we talked about this the last time we had Cake on the show was they do an amazing cover of War Pigs by Black Sabbath. Yeah. I've Uh-oh. heard that. It is really good. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And both this song and that song live are fucking incredible. Do they I, play? The distance. Do they- I, I think that's the song we had of theirs. On, on it had to, yeah, been. yeah, yeah. The distance was the fashion nugget song that mm-hmm. like got everyone in. But even like uh, uh, long jacket, like the that album was great. That's oh, the Chuck theme. I, I yeah. have, I have, I have issues with that song though. I like that song a lot, but I loved the show Chuck, and I think we all three did. And yes. Amanda didn't like it as much as I did. And every time it would come, well, on, she's wrong. It, well, of course. I mean, it's like the Beatles thing. Ch- Chuck would be coming on on a Monday night on NBC, we, and I'd be really excited that it was on because I really liked that show. And the intro right. would go on with the song, and she'd go, "This is always the best part of the show." Pissed me off every single week. She would say it every single week, and it always made me mad because that was a really good show. That's hilarious. That reminds me, uh, uh, like a. Uh, when scrubs would come on and I would do the scrubs. I don't want no scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a certain person in my life that didn't, didn't think that was fun as funny as I did, which made it even funnier for me. Well, of course, <laughs> then you're going to do it every single week. They never learn. You can't show weakness. That's the problem. You can't show <laughs> What's really weird for the listeners. I'm not saying who, but he was actually dating one of the uh, singer, one of the people from TLC. And they were, they just hated him ripping his song, their song like that. Like it, he was dating a person song. from TLC. Wow. Well, when yeah. they burned yeah, down my house, this? when they yeah. burned my house down, that was when shit went crazy. Now you've said which one. <laughs> oh shit. And now all of a sudden we're going to have a bad mood rise and, and it's going to be. Uh, was that, what, be was awful. that after you hit the game winning half court shot to win the regional championship too? Oh God. Yes. <laughs> Do you remember how crazy we all went for that? Oh, 
It was amazing. <laughs> what, what, what was the AC Central? That was the team. That was the team. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it definitely wasn't AC Central because we never beat those guys. No, no. no, the, the, no. Wasn't it AC Central? Or did no, we play AC like, Central next? It was like Gerard. Day? I think they beat Gerard or Verdon, one of the two. Verdon, yeah. I think, yeah. That's right. And yeah. then we went and lost to AC Central. That's right. Like every year, yeah. Yeah, yeah they were in a different region, but mm-hmm. we would play them in sectionals, and it but, never went well. But you'll always have that memory, D. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. so great oh man there is literally nobody that understands what you're talking about it's no there's great. probably a handful of people that, that yeah. remember that yeah i'm not going to tell the story though it's not worth it it's too no, long it's of a story to tell yeah. <laughs> anyway. we got we got motherfucking songs to talk about once again you said this on the last podcast reggie we do this podcast for ourselves if other people choose to listen that's on them <laughs> that's their fault yeah, exactly not them number 232 baby yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell your friends or don't we don't really care uh, we're still gonna do it anyway yeah. with or without the recording doing the recording makes us get together every couple of weeks without it we would probably not do it as often but our conversation would be the same if there was recording on or not uh, amanda earmuffs uh, earmuffs amanda yeah put your hands over your ears that's good Okay, uh, so the reality is we have to, Sean and I have to uh, record, and I use air quotes, so that our, our wives will let us, you know, take <laughs> two hours out of their time to do this. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. As long as I know how to live, I know I'll survive. So, yep. Uh, Un earmuffs, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> she can't hear you. She's still got the earmuffs on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give her a visual cue. So one thing, one thing I would like to try to do, and I meant to say this for this show, but Richie, since you're, you're the person who controls the zoom, I think it would be kind of fun to have you record zoom controller, have you, have you do a zoom recording and then I'll upload it to the Sean and D YouTube page. And then people could actually watch us along with um, hearing oh. us if they wanted to. Yeah. I think that'd be kind of fun to yeah. do once in a while. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, like, we, we might, you know, once once all three of us get into back into the uh, states, we, we could even maybe do a live show at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, live on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that'd yeah. be fun. Then people could like comment or whatever they do. So, yeah. yeah. Or completely ignore us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that is a, we would have to advertise heavily and then maybe three of our dozens and dozens might watch. It'd be fun. I don't know. Yeah. What's the time zone difference between here and France? Uh, I think it's eight. We'd hours. have to do morning. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I can. I can tell. You. I would say Homer would, but there's that's just probably beyond Homer's capability. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> cute. We we barely got through text messaging. Um, Zoom is is at least another six. We barely got through text messaging, and then D offended him, so he stopped text messaging us. So you know, and you know, I, I offended I, I, him. I point that I point out the fact that it was you that offended him because he thought you were the one on his side. So I think it cut deeper than it would have if it was Richie or I. All I said was that I woke up to 69 text messages and all of a sudden I don't have any data left on my, on my phone because I'm overseas. <laughs> and you guys were talking just shit. All I know about it is that Richie and, I, <laughs> Richie and I are very blatant in the fact that we are assholes. You're like a sneaky asshole. And that's what, that's what, that's what, that's what Homer dealt with, with all of that. <laughs> a sneaky asshole. There's so many. There's so many jokes right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Some man. people don't think I'm a sneaky asshole. <laughs> yeah, I for one don't think you're sneaky at all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but Homer Homer trusted you with his heart. And, you broke it. <laughs> and I let him down. It's my fault. 
my fault. All right, you're anyway. the asshole. Anyway, our next uh, our next um, song on the list is a is a listener request. Correct? Yeah, Kathy, uh, one of our dozens and dozens of listeners who's been here with us from the beginning. Uh, her and I have talked about Local H before, and, and she brought this song up a few weeks ago, uh, uh, a few weeks prior to making this. It's a Joey, a cover of the Concrete Blonde song mm -hmm. by Local H. And it's just a singer, a drummer, and a guitar, and that's it. And it's so fucking good. It is good. And Very melodic. And this song, and this song oh, just so fucking powerful. Like, uh, the, the original version is not, not, you know, is similar to this one by concrete blonde uh but they do an acoustic version that just is like fucking throw you to the ground crying sort of thing like it's so fucking heavy local h does the acoustic version no no concrete blonde, does. Concrete blonde? Mm. Okay. yeah 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 no this is the local h version which is heavy right. and, and fun but it's also uh very uh uh powerful i guess i think i already yeah. said that but uh but yeah it, i mean you you yeah, it's it's such a great sad song, and it's not slow, <laughs> but it's still sad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Had either of you guys? I mean, I'm sure you've heard the song before, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I don't think yeah. I've heard the acoustic one. I think I've just heard the the normal yeah. version. Yeah, the acoustic one is just break your fucking heart. It's so fucking yeah. good. Yeah. No, great great call by Kathy. I, I enjoyed uh, the local H version. It yeah. kind of caught me off guard. Yeah. Uh, and, and I love, you know, like uh, the, the singer, God, what's her first name? Uh, Jeanette, Nap Nap yeah, I'm not, uh, the singer of Concrete Blonde. Napolitano. Uh, okay. Okay. Like she knew what she wanted. Like she didn't write the lyrics until like right before they recorded the song. Because Said she wrote it were, in a cab on the way that, there. Were, she, she had it all in her head, but mm -hmm. she just couldn't bring herself to do it. And you listen to the song, you you know you know exactly why. It's just you know she's reaching out to somebody who needs it, and just does not want the help. Almost, it's just yeah. And the song the song was a, basically about an alcoholic ex boyfriend of hers, right? Like mm -hmm. just Correct. that. Yeah, yeah, just like you know somebody who just won't help themselves, and 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 like she had just she's just struggling watching this guy do this shit to himself. Yeah. And, and, you know, Joey, if, if you're hurting, so am I, I'm not angry anymore. I've got some money. Let's go do this. Let's, you know, it's just, yeah. And it's, Joey was not the name of the person. That was just a name no. that she used. Oh, of by course. The way. Right. So, right. Yeah. That's yeah, kind of, yeah. kind of fun too. Yes. Or but, not uh, fun. But, but yeah, no, that's, uh, I, yeah. Kathy, uh, she's got incredible taste in music and, and, and we've traded playlists back and forth, you know, over the last few years. Uh, yeah just yeah so cool so cool and this is a great song to put on this one i've been wanting to talk about this song anyhow so. and kathy's a listener that doesn't hate richie yet that we know of so that's impressive i'll try to fix that <laughs> <laughs> yeah well well hopefully so before we go to break uh you know what dawned on me is i think i've recorded more shows in asia than I have in the States. Hmm. Really? That's crazy. I, I would, I would definitely say you've recorded more overseas between Asia. Oh and yeah. Germany. I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I mean, th th that might not be true because we were doing a weekly up until, uh, you know, like the first 35 episodes or whatever. Not but 35. you were in Germany for a good portion of that. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So I have I have something to say before we go to break about break because on our last show I had mentioned that you know we're taking a break and we'll be right back and blah 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 and you had said well for everybody else they don't do the same stuff and they just immediately hear us again oh contraire because uh, one of our listeners Jen from Jacksonville was actually listening and sending me notes on our Facebook page Sean and D. Uh, Sean and D's good tape on Facebook like us please um, but anyway she was sending comments about how she was listening along and she was sending these in real time which was cool because nobody's ever done that before I've never seen somebody give feedback to a show while they're listening to it which was kind of neat but uh, well you don't do it while you're listening Richie you always would tell us afterwards that that was really no good. when when I wasn't on I was on the like I would stop my workout and give you feedback as I was listening to oh, it oh okay that's, I that's, you, that's I what you always that is that is where D shaving his dick came from oh okay because I okay. almost fell off the treadmill well I've offended Richie cool. I've offended Richie now <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah, anyway fucker. anyway so anyway she said that when I said that we were going to go refresh our drinks she actually went and refreshed her drink and kept uh kept a good mindset while listening to Sean and D's good tape while drinking while listening, which is the right thing to do. It probably makes us more interesting if you're inebriated, I'm going to guess. It definitely makes us better to take. We may so, not be interesting, but you can put with up that with that being said, shit. with that being said, if you listen to us like in your car when you're driving to work or something like that, don't just don't drink along with us. That's that's a horrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> just, yes. I, I just want to throw yes, that out. I was not, because a lot uh, of people I was not yeah, unless you're driving drinking a Tesla. and driving. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if your Tesla can drive you to work, fine. Yeah. If you're in Missouri and somebody else is driving, fine, drink, drink all you want. Because apparently, I th- isn't it still? Isn't I don't it think it there? still is. It, it okay. used to be like like in in the time that since we've been 21, they definitely had open beverage laws. But I, I think people still practice them from what I've seen, and, and Aaron may not be aware of. <laughs> but I don't think it's legal anymore. Mm, that's yeah. unfortunate, or not, whatever. Anyway, but yeah, no, it, drink it a, went drink the way of COVID, and just isn't a thing in Missouri. <laughs> 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 They're mean. Immunitis, immunized. Yeah, Kevin yeah. yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so, uh, I'm I'm going to go refresh my drink during the break, and uh, Richie, I'm sure you probably are ready to do that as well. So um, yes. so uh, let's do that, and then we'll come back and do the rest of the playlist. We'll, we'll try re- to anyhow. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll be back in just a second. You're on Sean and D's good tape. All righty, welcome back to Sean and D's Good Tape, the 50th edition of the Good Tape that we've uh, we've done so far, and we've got five more songs to go before we're done this week. The next song on our covers edition here is a song by Montrose where they're covering the Rolling Stones, and this song is Connection. And I think this is probably going to be kind of a surprise to the two of you. I had never heard this song until I picked it for the playlist. So uh, that 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 doesn't surprise me because Montrose, this song, I would not have. If you just played this song for me, I would not have said it was Montrose because Montrose seemed like, you know, like Sammy Hagar, uh, 80s, you know, solo stuff in the 80s, Mm -hmm. you know, like just kind of goofy, you know, sort of uh, arena rock. Mm hmm. Yeah, this song, this song, this song, though, if you listen to the Rolling Stones version and you listen to the Montrose version, it doesn't sound like the same song, nor does it feel like it has the same meaning when you listen to it from the from the two different bands. So uh, I think this confused a lot of people because they didn't even realize it was Sammy Hagar singing it, you know, when you uh, oh. when you hear it, because it doesn't sound like him. There's only a few times in, in the song and I'm sorry, Richie, I'll let you talk in a second. No, I, you're I, fine. I, I keep I uh, there's only a few times in the song like where I'm like, Oh fuck. Well, obviously that's Sammy, but it's a much younger Sammy and a mm-hmm. much, this is not a Sammy that he does anymore. You know, it's, it's so it's a, 
so melancholic uh, uh, the way he does this song. Mm-hmm. And he's barely even trying to sell you tequila. Like, it, like you just don't even. <laughs> Make that connection. Yeah. How long have you been sitting on that one, Richie? Oh, well, the, the first three times you cut me off. That's fine. <laughs> no, I, 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 I was not familiar with this. Definitely not this version. And even like the Stones version, mm. I've heard a few times. I'm not sure. Not I'm certain. I'm not sure I've ever heard either one of yeah. them, to be honest. Well, well, the Stones version is such an early Stones song, and it and it's got the Chuck Berry, you know, and bluesy influence to it. That you know, like it, it sounds nothing like this version. And well, I mean, uh, they are just a blues cover band, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. But it, but, 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 yeah. When you go back to it, and it, and and uh, you know, like, so Keith Richards wrote this song, uh, you know, about the higher scrutiny they were getting once they were getting popular. You know, like. Uh, everybody wants to fuck with us because we're popular and like dirty bad boy sort of thing and uh which is funny because like a few months later after they wrote this song is when he got busted <laughs> the first the first time big time but uh uh and and, they, and it's written in such a just a pop it's like a a, a, a dancey sort of way i equated it to um i equated the two different and i think i did this when i sent this to ud that it's kind of like last kiss by pearl jam and the original version yeah. of last kiss in terms of how you know poppy compared to a little bit more toned down that they are well and even last kiss was still a little more a beat but eddie vetter's mm-hmm. vocals gave it such more uh mm-hmm. uh made it raw yeah 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 I this song, song this song in yeah. places of it you know it's it's all very acoustic sounding but when they get to the main the main chorus where he says you know i i just can't make no connection but all i want to do is get back to you and the way ronnie montrose uses his guitar for that part i think i sent you guys a note and said it's almost haunting in that part the way that that sounds oh. it's it just sounds so cool the way and, and sammy's voice is right on par with the guitar in that part the uh the uh, also the video you sent with the uh of the ronnie montrose uh, tribute concert with Joe Satriani mm-hmm. playing the guitar part. Mm-hmm. Fucking goose! I'm getting goosebumps. Just well, thinking. the other two members, um, the other two members of the band, you know, you could tell they were just so heartbroken that Ronnie was dead. You know, and they're singing along with Sammy during that part and kind of looking up, you know, to the heavens. You know, and they just look, they just all look so heartbroken to be there. And you know, Ronnie Montrose committed suicide. You know, and that's what led to the tribute concert. To um, I believe they were raising money for you know, mental health awareness and, and all of that kind of stuff. But, but yeah, you could tell that it was, it was still very raw to them at that point when they were, when they were closing out the concert with that song. Oh, so fucking good. Mm -hmm. So good. The Rolling Stone version of this song, you know, it it makes you think about like Montrose is a good example of this too. Like uh, the many different layers of a band or, or a singer or something like that, you know, like uh, uh, the Rolling Stones have, gotten away from that early sound of theirs uh you know where where you know like montrose was you know begat sammy solo begat sammy van halen to the next version of sammy hagar you know like it's the evolution Mm -hmm. uh, of of artists is 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 pretty cool Mm -hmm. you know and this song made me think about that a lot too like and 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 just the way they they decided to take this song it's it's amazing mm-hmm. yeah but, yeah so i was having this conversation with my neighbors at the wedding last night about how you don't have the long-running bands anymore like if you look at you know since 2000 
there aren't very many bands that or or musicians that really stay and it's i I think it's because you have to be willing to recreate yourself or you're just going to burn out Mm -hmm. like you're going to burn out and your fans are going to burn out both like they're just you know they're not going to keep buying the same the same stuff and they're going to move on to something new and and I, i think that's why someone like sammy's so successful because he keeps recreating himself and, and there's also instances where it doesn't necessarily uh, uh, give you, uh, you make you better, you know, like you yep. two uh, goes like up Foo and Fighters down. last album. Well, Foo Fighters last album, actually, you two has tried to reinvent themselves. They had, yes. you know, I still like the albums like Zuropa and uh, 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 the one after that, I can't, oh, pop uh, that, that were a different style. And then they had to go back to what they did before. Uh, you know, and Smashing Pumpkins like completely derailed their fucking careers because Billy Corgan is an egomaniac uh, uh, and and thinks he knows better than everybody else. But shit like that, you know, like when when you know a band is good is when they can just keep evolving and going and going and going and going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and a lot of times it you know in the case of Sammy, it's playing with different people just to keep a, you know a little bit of different creative spark on things too. You know, you mentioned all the different iterations, and you know you mentioned Joe Satriani and that that whole deal with Chicken Foot and stuff like that. And I think that's what's been helping him prolong his creativity and career is playing with different people over the years too, and not just staying in one band. Well, and and going to Chicken Foot like a. a, a the Eddie Vedder's new solo thing that's coming out at some point mm-hmm. is Eddie Vedder and the Earthlings and the Earthlings is uh, uh, Chad Smith and Josh Klinghoffer and, and others, you know, and Chad Smith is, is one that, and Pearl Jam, like they all have their own solo thing that they do, you know, they go off and, and get that part of them out of there. So when they come back and do the Pearl Jam thing, you know, they, they can focus on what makes Pearl Jam great. Mm-hmm. You know, like that, that Eddie Vedder song, which we could, bring up on uh the 2021 episode that we'll do soon is a uh, uh very tom petty reminiscent you know like tom petty bruce springsteen sort of thing mm-hmm. which doesn't necessarily always fit pearl jam style but uh chad smith uh, speaking of bands evolving the next song really helped out uh, uh a band to move it, into the right direction it, and i think this is like from the notes this is very revisionist history because like in my mind, it wasn't. It, it didn't play out the way that it was. I, I would have yeah. thought that they were already a huge band. Sean, I think you wanted to say something. Yeah, just just one more one more point to uh, what you were saying about you know changing the creativity and Chad Smith working with Eddie Vedder now, and he's worked with Sammy and Joe Satriani and still in the Chili Peppers, and he's had you know fifteen different bands. I think that's actually good to do just in regular life, even if you're not a rock star. Or, or whatever is to you, oh. know, you have your set thing, but you have the other side projects to keep your mind working in different ways. So you can actually focus on the other thing. It, it's perfect for you. I, I, or for most people at least. And, and, and that uh, an idea I had this week uh, about a playlist that we, we can do at some point is, is side projects, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, uh, Eddie Vedder solo, uh, Sammy Hagar in the, you know, like you could pick any Sammy Hagar thing and call it a side project. Cause all, almost all of this is, uh, but, uh, uh, Late John Maybe. Lennon with the Beatles. Well, uh, uh, the the Lumineers guys solo stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Chris Shiflett and Taylor Hawkins have their own thing going. You know, outside of the Foo Fighters, mm-hmm. uh, Stone Gossard, Eddie, but uh, uh, Jeff Ament, and uh, you know, have their own things outside of Pearl Jam. You know, there, there's a lot of interesting things we could, we can do with that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah. all right, like go ahead with your next song, Reggie. 
Yeah, so my next song is one of the ones I kind of cheated on. It's uh, Walk This Way by Run DMC uh, and Aerosmith. And this one really is cheating because, I mean, the original band is on the uh, the record. Like, they're, they're singing. They're right there. But I, I wanted to include this one just because of how important I think this song is. I mean, this song really opened the door and paved the way for the next 30 years worth of music. Uh, and uh, like I said, D, until I read the notes, I didn't realize how important it really was for Aerosmith also. Um, that was that was not on my mind. I, I thought Aerosmith was still one of the biggest bands in the world. I wasn't tracking the early 80s kind of swoon that they'd had. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's incredible about this song, like you said, Richie, is is it set up the, the fucking new metal shit you know 10 years before new metal was actually a thing right and 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 but it you know like it beget this this song i always think of this song and uh anthrax and public enemies uh uh bring the bring noise, the noise. Bring yeah. The noise. Yeah. yeah that's a great song Fucking love that song yeah it's yeah. a great yeah. song but but the thing that go, gets forgotten like this is an amazing version of this song yes. and it it's it's so fucking brilliant that it's it's almost stupid that they didn't think of somebody didn't think of this shit sooner and and in the notes they it's like a throwaway like they were they did it so fast because run dmc had to get their fucking rental car back back in time so they just went to the studio did it knocked it out of the fucking ballpark and uh uh and it made aerosmith relevant again like this this came out before permanent vacation or around the same time as permanent vacation which but because of this exposure Aerosmith got new life and and became a different band you know over the next 25 years you know of their career that this song gave them yeah and think about how big that second act for Aerosmith really truly was well, you it think was permanent, much bigger than their, their first well permanent yeah. vacation pump uh what was the one that living on the edge was on what was that what was that album called with the cow on the cover yeah yeah I could picture the cover yeah but, but, but all those songs lived. with Alicia Silverstone in the videos, you yep. know, all of that And his stuff. daughter. Crazy, yeah. crazy Amazing Crying. <laughs> crazy, crazy Amazing Crying. Amazing. Get a Grip. It was called Get, Get a Grip. grip. Yeah. Yeah. Get a Grip. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You beat me. You beat me. <laughs> <laughs> I had it. I had it. Yeah. I could just, the, the pierced nipple, the pierced cow nipple. <laughs> yeah. 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 This song, this song, um, the sidebar for just a second, sort of a sidebar. It's about this song. My only, my only thing with this song that I have to say about it that is derogatory because I like this song, is uh, we had a friend and and D, you would remember this, Richie. You probably wouldn't because you wouldn't have ridden around in his truck. But our friend Joey had a truck for a little while until he wrecked it after he had it for about three months, and he had a sound system in it that he put in himself and he didn't hook it up right, and he would play this song really loud with the bass turned up all the way. And the only thing you could hear was the speakers blown, popping. You couldn't hear anything else. You couldn't hear Steven Tyler sing. You couldn't hear the guys from Run DMC singing anything. All you could hear was the blown speakers popping with the bass. It was living hell. It absolutely sucked so bad. And and do you remember that same truck? Like we would fight over who got to sit in the middle of the seat because the driver's side or the passenger side <laughs> door, door shut. would it would it shut? <laughs> oh man! We would literally like. I think I lost most of the time because I just don't give a shit. Most, you know, I'm not willing to argue about something like that. But uh, uh, like we would try to bungee cord the fucking uh, passenger side door closed, and it just wouldn't work. And and Joey. Uh, 
Shall we? <laughs> and 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 that truck didn't have any power steering in it. And one day, oh, <laughs> and one day, right. one day he was like, yes. "Hey, and hey, that, you, I wasn't 16 yet." He's like, "Hey, you want to drive?" And I said, "Yeah, I'll try to drive." Well, he didn't tell me it didn't have any power steering, and we're going down this country road. And I went to turn onto another country road out by Ned Seymour's house, and I literally about put it in the ditch because I'm like cranking the wheel as hard as I can because the damn thing didn't have power steering. It was so stupid. That was such a piece of crap. Oh, oh it made it made Benny look like a really nice car. Let's put it that way, and that's saying something. So, well, oh what's goodness. what's sad is after uh, Joey wrecked it and got rid of it, we started using it for catering. <laughs> probably, yeah, that's probably fair. <laughs> <laughs> Good grief. Oh, so so that sidebar uh, that makes me uh, think of. Uh, Are we going to do a sidebar into a sidebar? A sidebar oh, into a sidebar. Yes. Uh, Richie's comment made me think of that. Uh, we had a, a a listener comment that the uh, the crickets were almost needed <laughs> in some parts of the episode that you had to record outside <laughs> like they they fit in perfectly with some of your uh your yeah. jokes Richie. hey sometimes i'll have uh bad ones but you don't get a uh, disappointment starts with d without me you right. know, see i just shots. i have to say though there was some major foreshadowing going on with that episode because you called for the crickets earlier when his stuff kept freezing I, and then when he went outside yes. there was actual crickets it was kind yeah, of amazing yeah. really you gave the listeners That's, what they wanted. I mean, I got to give our executive producer props for that. It's what I do. It's why this show's up to 232. <laughs> two thirty two. Maybe maybe next week will be two thirty one. Ooh, or 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 two twenty. Or ooh, getting into the two twenties. We're getting up there then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so back to walking this way. Um, <laughs> This is this is one of those ones where I, I feel like the remake is more uh, ubiquitous than the original. Like I, I just with, with the rare oh. times that the original comes on the air, I'm disappointed. I don't know it's, if I go that it, far, it, but yeah, I can understand it, from your point of view. Was that a sneaky asshole remark? I, no. I think it was more that that I like rap and hip hop a lot more than Sean does. Yeah. Okay. No, it, uh, it wasn't sneaky. It was it was pretty blatant. I wasn't being an <laughs> asshole. <though. laughs> but but what's great about this song is 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 when you know like Steven Tyler is is in it all the time, like like throwing in like his uh uh oh goddamn what's flavor flav sort of thing, like yeah. doing doing that to uh, Run DMC and uh. uh and then when he gets his chance with the and, and Joe Perry fucking guitar in this song, God damn it. Yes. Like it it is this is the perfect fusion of rock and roll and hip hop. Like there I, I I Bring the Noise might be the closest thing to it next, but but this version is like perfect. Well so perfectly done. Did he either you watch the video in the last couple of weeks? Mm-hmm. Uh I, I don't need to. I the the video right. I was going. I, that was the next thing I was going to talk about was how yeah. incredible the video for this was. How fucking fun and ridiculous it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Breaking down and, the wall and like yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, and the, and the scarf on the on the the uh, the mic stand, you know, mm-hmm. all that shit. Like just just so perfectly eighties and perfectly Aerosmith. It's it's yeah, just so well done. I love the part in the notes where uh, they uh, Joe Perry needed a bass guitar and hadn't brought his with him, and they were on a time crunch. So the the kids downstairs that were waiting to record next uh, ran home and, and got their bass, and it, it just happened to be the Beastie Boys. I thought that oh, was fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which I didn't know the Be- Beastie Boys played a bass ever, but oh my gosh, sabotage! 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, come on. Have we had that song on a, an episode? Yes, you so. guys did, did that. We? I thought you did that one. I think you guys did that one on one that I wasn't on. Oh, oh, like that's right. Early on. Uh, you, you had a request for a Beastie Boys song, and that's the one we agreed yeah. on, Sean. I'm pointing at you like you. you <laughs> like we're all in the same Zoom situation. <laughs> <laughs> right now, my, now my Zoom set up with Richie's at the top of the Zoom. I'm in the middle, and you're As at I should the bottom be. of the Zoom. So, See, I got, yeah. I got Richie, me, and you. I don't know why that's the hmm. way that's set up. Well, I split my screen and I put the notes on one side and I put the zoom on oh, the other so I can read the notes call, while we're yeah. doing it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at me, broadcast professional Sean Newell right here. Mm-hmm. I've got my You're good at what you do. I've got the iPad with the notes on it right here. Very nice. You're high tech. Got an iPad too. Look, Jeez. Yeah. I got cans on. And you know, and, and you've learned actually... how to talk into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, you're just moving up yeah. in the world. We're number 232 yeah. in October for 232. A I've got to act like, <laughs> like we're 232. This isn't, this isn't 237 or 400 bullshit anymore. I'm 232. <laughs> he's uh, he's uh, going to treat it right. <laughs> God damn yeah. right. Yeah. 400 bullshits when you have the mic backwards. Gone. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> 232 mm, we're devolving uh, yeah. we're devolving into 233 <laughs> the way we're acting right now anyway um next song on the playlist is mine and uh this is one we've actually talked about several times that we were going to have on a future playlist and now it appears and this is the metallica cover chris stapleton covering nothing else matters and um i think i told you in a in a uh, message a couple of weeks ago d i think chris stapleton is actually sneaking up into one of my favorite artists you know he's getting into that like sammy hagar garth brooks pearl jam you know kind of level of counting crows you know up in there up there in that uh in that world that i listen to him a lot he does not have a lot of misses no no have you heard have you heard before we go into it his song with Tom Morello that's on that album that I referenced earlier, because it is better than this song even. It is excellent. I, 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 I wouldn't necessarily say better than this one, but it's right up there. And the fact that Chris Stapleton probably doesn't play much guitar on that album mm-hmm. or on that song mm-hmm. is, is remarkable. You know, it'll be on our 2021 songs list, so I don't want to go too crazy into it, but it's, it's so, an excellent song. Before we get into the sidebar, before we even start talking about this song, we talked about Adele earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we were recording yet, but the Target exclusive vinyl record I know what you're is going to have. I know the Chris Stapleton uh, uh, duet on with, "Take with It Easy." Her. What's it called? Yeah. Easy on, "Take It Easy on Me." Is that what the song's called? Easy, easy on, on me. me. Easy on me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What's so, that going to sound uh, like? That's going to sound amazing is what that's going to sound I, I, like. W- the world is going to explode, I think, when, mm-hmm. when somebody actually hears that song. I, mm-hmm. I, I think that song will be good, but the two songs that they make after they break up and stop recording together are going to be <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> and then Taylor Swift comes in and does the same shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she sings a duet with both of them. Mm-hmm. And then oh, she's like, oh my God, that's like a, a triangle. Are we throwing out yeah. Durritz in there too? Just because we talked about might him as well. and Taylor Swift. We might as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's funny. Uh, but but yeah, no. So when putting together this playlist, uh, you know, I, I built it with the two Pearl Jam things at, at one end. Uh, at this end, I want I these two songs, Walk This Way and and Nothing Else Matters, the guitar solo. It was was what I was focused on. Like just fucking incredible guitar work in both of these songs well i mean you have some of the best right there yeah 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you're not wrong, Sean. I mean, like, uh, I, I think I, there's a few different, uh, God damn, 2021. Maybe I'll pull up a couple of the, uh, the other covers off of this Blacklist album. Like, but, but this one, could you imagine being Metallica and listening to somebody do this to your song? Oh, like, that's fucking cool yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, it'd be kind of like Eddie Vedder with Willie Nelson. I mean, oh, you know, it's that same sort well, of. Feel. I mean, Willie's different because he's an icon. He's a legend. But, yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. But but at the same time, but mm-hmm. but just this interpretation of yeah. of a of a song where James Hetfield was just sick and tired of being on the road all the time, mm-hmm. and and wanting to to find a reason to do it, and you know, nothing else matters except for this. What what I have when I get off the road that sort of thing and chris stapleton's voice is just perfect for this sort of thing much more so than miley cyrus's version of the song yes but it's a yeah but the guitar solo is Mm -hmm. it's what makes the end oh yeah the last three minutes of the song is just fucking incredible i don't know how long the original version of this song is but this this version is almost eight minutes long it's much longer than the original (laughs) version (laughs) i think the only one on the black album that was the like old metallica length was uh unforgiven uh and that might have been more the music video do, do you remember when that came out that music video for unforgiven mm-hmm. uh-huh god damn it that was so cool mm-hmm. not that was to, like not event. to be confused with the unforgiven too right right mm-hmm. which is still good you know what nobody gives load and reload enough credit for being i think they're both good albums they're they're just yeah. different they're they're different they kind of got a little bit of a different sound they still sounded uh-huh. like metallica but they were a little bit different than what they'd done previously and well people thought it, they were getting too commercial and too poppy right okay well, i mean that was back. that was the short hair too right yeah. like that was all at that same friends time, don't right? let friends get haircuts sort of thing yeah and, and yeah. this goes back to the conversation we had uh earlier where you know the band evolved mm-hmm. like they tried to stay relevant and that's okay and, and moved and moved on and and it fit them i mean you know saint anger isn't the greatest thing no. they bounce back with death magnetic i think mm-hmm. uh but but uh but load and reload were just were super were super well done you know just well produced versions of a band that's grown up i mean i mean the songs on load just going on i just pulled it up ain't my bitch is a good song until it sleeps king nothing hero of the day king nothing yeah hero i of mean the day. god damn it yeah so let <laughs> yeah. me pull up let me pull up reload now i don't believe reload had as much on it ah, but reload had unforgiven too you'd be surprised here we go Would we? Reload. <laughs> reload had fuel oh, the memory is... remains devil's dance oh. was pretty popular the unforgiven too um so that's four and I yeah, think that's yeah. the biggest hits that they had off of it. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, yeah, not bad. Yeah, but you, you, you talk about a band evolving, you know, mm-hmm. that, that right there, like, it's pretty sure that's our generation's Led Zeppelin, you know, like the, the, the biggest influence on multiple levels of different genres and everything like that, you know? Yeah, that's fair. I, that's a good yeah. comparison. Yeah. I like Metallica better than Led Zeppelin, though. I know that won't well, sit well with everybody, but you know. Well, but but it, it, but at the same time, you 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 know what I'm saying. It's the the level of artistry and and, uh, mm-hmm. and evolution that Led Zeppelin went with, you know, similar to Metallica. Anyhow, anyhow, speaking of influence, uh, the uh, the next song on the playlist. Look at you! Did you write all your segues ahead of time today? 
You're kind no, of you're you're no. doing a good job with the segues today. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm probably rushing it along a little bit because I gotta pee. <laughs> well, why don't we why don't we take a quick break? Yeah, we, we can go oh, take perfect. a break before Jeez. the next song. Tease. That's a good one. Yeah, because the next two songs we might go a little longer. So. I, I don't want you sitting in your t- chair uh twisting and uh is that distracting? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm evolving too, so let, let's take a break and I'll go take this. Welcome back to this episode of Sean and D's Good Tape, episode number 50. As we uh, move along here, we got a couple of songs left, and the next one on the list is Richie's. So go ahead, Richie. Yep. So this was the other time that I kind of cheated. I was able to uh, use a Beatles song, uh, the the only cover the Beatles ever did, released in the U.S., I believe, uh, Twist and Shout, which is kind of one of our favorites, a little near and dear to our hearts. But it's just a fun song. I'm going to say most people didn't realize this was a cover song. Well, no, because Ferris Bueller uh, covered the Beatles version of it. So they didn't realize that this is actually, you know, a cover song. But this is one of the most iconic Beatles songs, I have to say. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was it was in the Ed Sullivan episode. Like it's 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 pretty big. Like this was the country's intro to, to this band. One of the, the oh, I want to yeah. hold your hand, I think. Yeah, but 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 this was, yeah, so huge, huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. It's a fun song, too. I mean, how do you not want to sing along to this every time you hear it? You know, I mean, it's just, you're always going to do that. It's just too fun not yeah. to. I, if you tell me somebody doesn't like this song, I will go and punch them in the face right now. I don't care who it is. I, but- Jen from France doesn't like this song. <laughs> she loves the- <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I was I was going right. I was just well, gonna that's what you get. That's what you get for siding with Homer. <laughs> I was just going to ask I was just going to ask if um you know this song does the same thing to you that Islands in the Stream does, D. You know, does it does it make you want to shave yourself or anything like that? No, he'd be twisting and shouting and dancing. That'd be dangerous. Yeah. He better not shave at that time. <laughs> yeah. Sean, you don't understand shaving you have to have a certain tempo this is not the right tempo (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) it it would be like the scene from airplane in the bathroom when the guy's trying to shave that that would be what's what would be happening with d like just i was everywhere it did have i i I can't imagine either one of you have actually ever watched uh the pink floyd the wall the movie no no okay well there's a shaving scene in that movie that that some people might know about but uh I, i won't bring it up but but yeah no this is do you guys remember uh was it our senior year yes or yes, junior year senior, senior year okay when we did this song did you ask us if we remember that really yeah did you just ask that well, question the, i was segueing into let's do you, you know, know me talk about how fun that <laughs> <laughs> that's right i don't Sean forget anything everything i don't forget much yeah. I, I forget yeah. a little bit here and there but not much yeah how many points did michael jordan score on this day in 1996 November 6th, it would have been on the West Coast swing. Well, maybe. The (laughs) season may not have started yet, so it's possible. Oh, at that point, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh. That's fair. It wouldn't have been the circus trip yet. Mm. But anyhow, anyhow, but yeah, no, that's when when Richie picked this song. That was one of the first things I thought of, too. Same here, and and Sean and I have already talked about it earlier today. So for for the listeners, our – Part of the homecoming week festivities, our, our senior year, was a uh, a lip sync 
each class had to put on a lip sync and and we were really really into our Beatles space at that point so we kind of strong armed the class and I was the class president so no one else really got a vote and uh we, we decided Honestly, that nobody gave a shit <laughs> well there's that it. too <laughs> definitely that too yeah. uh we decided to do a, a Beatles God, medley we did uh hold your shit. hand and uh and and twist and shout we basically did the Ed Sullivan show I forget who was Ed Sullivan introing it was us. Joey I thought he was the drummer. Who was no, the drummer? No, that was Josh. 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 Josh was oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we didn't have a, a third guitar. So uh, I was John Lennon without a guitar. And uh, one of you guys had Josh's bass and one of you guys had Tommy's guitar. It wasn't Josh's bass. It was uh, Dave. Um, oh, what was Dave's last Lawson. name? Lawson. Lawson. It was Dave Lawson's guitar. Oh, oh yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. then but Tom's. The, the drums were cardboard, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were fake. Because Josh yeah, kicked him. I think Josh kicked him across the stage after we were done. Yeah. Yes, I yeah, actually I have this. The... I actually have this on video still. I have that in our school play Fools that Richie and I were both in. I, I have all three nights and the uh, and the Beatles thing all on tape. I've only asked for copies of these for like 15 years. They're they're <laughs> somewhere with my fucking wedding picture. <laughs> oh, did you want a copy of I just... it? I didn't know you wanted a copy. Yes. Of it. Oh. We all want a copy of it. Have you digitized yes. it? No, it's still on a VHS. Yeah, we, we all right. first we need to get a bit digitized because you know. Well, I, Sean, don't you have something that does VHS? Too? I do. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just haven't. Don't done you it have yet. minions? Don't you have minions at work that can do that? I could. I that's actually a good idea. Here, do this personal project <laughs> for me instead of what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> all the slow news day i floor, honestly yeah. would not be the first person that was somebody's boss that had them do personal projects for them but i'm i have not done that so so yeah <laughs> no, the thing, clearly, that, the thing that i picture about are you talking that, about donald trump <laughs> <laughs> anyway um we are a non-political show we're non we're oh, we are a bipartisan non-partisan i was talking show. about when he was a, a <laughs> uh uh uh, reality show host oh okay okay <laughs> firing people. anyway anyway what i remember the most about the beatles thing on the when we were doing the thing was uh was all the other teachers told everybody else besides our class you cannot come out on the floor and rick smith completely threw that out the window when he came out on the floor and started bringing other kids out on the floor with him and he was dancing and they were dancing it was it was a lot of fun actually it was it was pretty cool it, it, and Basically, the whole school ended up out on the floor. A lot and of And we did. still didn't flip and win. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's the part I remember. They Because it was a winter-themed homecoming, they gave it to some bullshit group. At least you're not bitter 25 years later. Yeah. <laughs> we were well, clearly what, better. What what we've learned about Richie over the course of uh, 50-ish episodes is he does not hold grudges. <laughs> 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 He likes to let things just roll off his back. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. It's true. Friends. It's true. I, I yeah, can't, Richie, can't argue. Richie, who's who's what voodoo doll do you have? Because we didn't win that. I'm sure you have. You know who did it. You know who made you mad. Who was it? <laughs> you can use initials if you if you don't want to call them out by name. But mm, no, I will not call them out. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember. I remember being so nervous going up and doing that. And then once the crowd started responding, having so much fun with it, the crowd and like, yeah, he was well, like, a, well, he thought I he mean, was a real rock star for like three. The seconds. high school, the fucking yeah. entire high school, yeah. yeah, you know, like, like we, 
they were responding. It was fun. Yeah, fun song. Yeah, I don't. There's there's not a lot of substance to this song, really. It's just fun. No. Yeah, I, I the Ferris Bueller thing is almost always what I go to. You know, like the fact that he's in a, a parade on a random weekday in Chicago playing, you know, a Beatles song that everybody's got it choreographed all of a sudden <laughs> like it's it's fucking brilliant that's a fun well, movie. It, that's that's such a isn't fun it, movie though isn't it supposed to be saint patty's day because they're they're doing the the river mm-hmm. green in the show well it's saint patrick's day there wouldn't be a cubs game but though. then yeah there'd be no cubs game yeah yeah you're right it yeah. doesn't make sense yeah it's all it's all yeah who's winning the bears <laughs> what quarter is or what it or what's the score nothing to nothing who's winning the bears <laughs> That's what mm. all, right. all right so we have one all more right, song so the, left we have one more song one. left and, and you know at first when i looked at this and i was like why is the sammy hagar song not on last and i i thought that was odd because we always do pearl jam first and sammy last and then i saw what song it was and i'm like okay that that's that's cool well well what i was thinking was with montrose you know this was the first time Montrose got brought up and the song is great. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. So you would be track one, you know, side B, but to close the song or close the 50th episode with two Beatles songs, I, I thought seemed really appropriate. Uh, and, and specifically this song too. Uh, it's, it's Johnny Cash's who we talked about earlier, his cover of in my life by the Beatles which is an important song for the three of us. Well, it's been our show intro for most of the 50 episodes. And the other thing about this particular version, and I think it's the way that you look at Johnny Cash towards the end of his life when he made the albums that he made, but Johnny was such an old man and he lived so much life. And to hear somebody with that old man sound in his voice and the, and the tremble in his voice and all of that stuff, singing a song like this, it's not about, it's not about the same area that the Beatles come from because the Beatles were young when they sang this song. This is somebody reflecting back on his life. And it, that's just what makes the song so tremendous, this cover of it. And the fact that, I mean, he would have known this song for 40 years, 50 years. Certainly. Like it, it would have been in his life pretty much not quite since he started music, but pretty damn close to it. And he waited and waited and, and puts it together here. They're toward, more towards the end. I, I, I find that to be just kind of fascinating. Rick Rubin did these American recordings and uh, the albums are fantastic. He's the one who pulled in Hurt and Rusty Cage and all that stuff. Like, like there's a lot of Rick Rubin in this. Uh, also, uh, also on Walk This Way when we, you know, yeah, we covered earlier. Yeah. And he was the producer for Beastie Boys, his first few albums, which is yep. why. Yeah. But, uh, but, but yeah, it's just fantastic. I didn't pick this song initially until I saw Sean that you picked. Montrose mm-hmm. and uh uh you know like I still struggle with talking about the Beatles and songs like these uh uh but 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 it's it's but for the 50th episode I you know I was like oh fuck okay Richie threw twist the twist and shout uh curveball uh but yeah it's just such the gravitas the 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 fucking weight mm-hmm. that Johnny Cash brings to this version of this song is fucking outstanding mm-hmm yeah, yeah. It, it, very similar to like hurt how like how just how different and good it is it's there, honestly listening to it 
I, Hurt is like one of the most impactful songs I think ever, the way that he sings it. He sings this one just as well. I'm not going to say it's yes. as good because that video from Hurt is just so insanely good. But boy, Iconic. this is, yeah, yes. this is good yeah. too. It, it's, there's so many different, you know, like uh, I, I, uh, one of the, the Chris Cornell episode we did, uh, uh, you, you know, we joked about we could do a, a, a list of Johnny Cash covering Chris Cornell songs too but but the the list of cover songs that he did with rick rubin in in the 90s you know before he passed there's some outstanding one there's an across the universe with fiona apple Hmm. like he had tom petty and the heartbreakers as his backing band for for an entire album like it's it's just like what him and rick rubin did together were incredible and this and and this song for us too you know with richie's you know uh speech at graduation and and everything like this is and again like you said like the opening theme song because i think it was uh the first episode with richie you wanted to pick this song sean and i told you no this has to be saved for the beatles episode closer mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why we ended up with the the opening theme song because you, you, you think you have any control over what i'm going to do i thought that <laughs> I was funny yeah 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 yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, and and but but i mean things like that like this song is going to always be a part of the three of our lives you know in 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 ways even more so than you know just this you know like beatles i struggle so hard with the beatles uh uh you know the last several months uh you know it's twist and shout was a nice little kick in the butt to be like i like i like this band and uh, Mm uh yeah. And, so, and 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 I, I will say ultimately you're, you they would still want you to cherish the Beatles. Sure. Oh, oh absolutely. I and and that's not it's it just it's yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, it puts you in a headspace. But but starting starting it with the uh the two Pearl Jam songs having Sammy in the middle, you know, being a Montrose one which was you know, different than what we expected, mm-hmm. but then being able to close with the two Beatles related songs, uh, that, that, that's where I went with, with, you know, creating the playlist. Yeah, no, it was great. I thought it was, I thought it was on point. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next week, fellas, or next show, number 51, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> You know, do you want to do a regular one? What, what what are we looking at here? Um, you know, I, I there's there's a lot of different ways we go. That we also you know haven't done one of our like top ten countdowns for a long time. You know, we were gonna try to start doing those just to make it a little easier on ourselves once in a while. So if we wanted to throw something together fun, we could throw out you know some sort of a fun little list to come up with, kind of like you know what we did on Labor Day. You know, something like that as well. If we've got something fun like that, so if anybody's got any ideas for us, send us a note. Give them the email. D. Uh, yeah, Sean and D's good tape at, at gmail.com. I don't think I have the the anything in between those ones, right? I think it's just Sean and D's good tape. Yeah. The Instagram is Sean dot D. So, yeah, yeah, all that shit. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Shoot us a line. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram. If you guys have any ideas, uh, we could do a request show at some point too. So throw those in on us. Uh, I've got some built from uh, with Meg with an H and Jen from France and and uh, and Kathy. You know so. So uh, there are some requests going on. So Richie, Richie wants to say it. Go ahead, Richie. What? You know what you want to do? No, I, I, yeah. I just, I, I, yeah, no, I, I already, already pronounced her name properly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
jeez. Anyway. But yeah, this was this was a fun show. I I uh, fifty. God damn. We didn't know if it would last ten. I didn't think it would. To be quite honest, but uh, yeah. but anyway, it did. yeah, I lost so, that bet too. Yeah, it did. I well, I it really was. I mean, and, and I was listening back to our first episode um, earlier this week because I and that's where I got the the "Don't Call Me Coco" thing from because I thought we needed some little ode to the first episode in the uh, in that intro that I made. And and honestly, we did it because COVID was just there was nothing else to do, and it was like let's do something fun, you know, to get our mind off of what was going on with the world in what was it May or June of last year. I think it was June. It was right around Father's yeah. Day that we started. And yeah, uh, we, we started talking about it prior to that. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah. and I think it was Father's Day that we taped the first episode because I went into the uh, TV station and taped it in our podcast room there. And then I ended up later in the summer buying all this equipment so I could do it at home and and all of that stuff. But I really figured, you know, once the world got back to normal, we wouldn't necessarily have time to do it. Of course, the world's still not really normal. So um, I jokes guess on helped, you. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's just it, it's just a good way to kind of blow off some steam have some fun reconnect on a more regular basis that as much as we'd like to say that we would without the podcast we probably wouldn't as often because life just gets too busy and it's easy to say i don't have time for that right now well what's strange in this world now is everybody is so set in their ways and used to text messaging mm-hmm. you know like like like, like we used to, well you, <laughs> we used to talk there's an when, exception to every rule <laughs> You know, like nobody has long phone conversations anymore with yeah. people outside of their family. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, like, I, I, I'm not going to say that we were disconnected for a couple of years, but we uh, absolutely were. No, that's the perfect we word for it. Yeah, I would absolutely. say we were. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so this, this, you, you know, Sean, you and I talked about this, you know, after the first couple episodes, like, this is just fun. Like, who gives a fuck who listens or, mm-hmm. or what's going on? This is just an excuse to 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 talk to each other mm-hmm. and, and to reminisce and 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 then it evolved into just talking about songs and memories that it evokes or or feelings that it evokes that you know people have come to the you know we're the 232nd best music commentary <laughs> podcast so there's obviously people who give a shit about what we're saying Number two thirty one, we're coming for you. We're coming for oh, you. Two thirty one. Two thirty one. I don't even know who you are. Two thirty one. But motherfucker. Uh, but 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 yeah. No, I I think everybody. You know, people have friends like us. You know, like like people knew people like us, and 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 I think they enjoy some of our bullshit. Some of you know, it. a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot. Yeah. Well, and and the song is a nice. The the playlists are a nice structure to, uh, you know involve other people you know where they can listen to this and and have their own thoughts versus what we think you can tell that a little bit of us goes a long way because um because we'll have people that listen for a while and they drop off then they come back because they're like oh maybe i'll give that another try you know so you know i get it i can understand we're an acquired taste no doubt about it yeah yeah well not everybody's cup of tea (laughs) but but it but it's been great it's been so much it's it's one of the things I look forward to the most, you know, uh, uh, you know, I don't have kids and family (laughs) like you guys do, but, but yeah, no, I look forward to it. I, I, I am excited. Like I started drinking at eight 30 in the morning, you know, to, (laughs) to have, to have fun with you two. It's going to be a long day for you, D every time you do this, you end up having a long day or or possibly a short day, I guess. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I, I, you can see the couch in my zoom. (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) There you go. So, all right. Well, we'll figure out what we're doing for the next episode and and hopefully it won't be three weeks. Hopefully just a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks is good. Three weeks is a little bit too long when you're listening to this, but we'll figure it all out. But until then, have a great next couple of weeks and we'll see you next time here on Sean and D's Good Tape. I want you to know it's over. Well, bye. There are places I'll remember all my life Though some have changed, some forever, not for better Some have gone and some remain All these places have their moments With lovers and friends I still can recall Some are dead and some are living In my life I've loved them all 